Hey guys, welcome to our Coffee with Alan time today. Um, sorry about the last couple of weeks. I've <laughs> I've literally been so busy the last couple of weeks that I've just com- completely forgot. <laughs> I get to Wednesday and I'm like, oh yeah, I, I had something I was supposed to do today. <laughs> so I apologize about that, you guys. Um, so I wanted to, uh, to talk to you guys today about unity. Um, and one of the things, uh, you know, things that's been going on the last couple of weeks is that there's been this crazy awesome movement um, toward unity in Bozeman. There's been a lot of um, a lot of talk and a lot of prayer going on um, in the Gallatin Valley for church unity, bringing the church together. Uh, it's been a, a big part of conversation with you know the, the people at the radio station, people at the Western you know Gallatin area ministerial alliance, and you know worship leaders and, and just pastors and, and people just around the Gallatin Valley. There's this call to unity, uh, this desire where there's been such breakdown, such disunity in the church. In, you know, in Gallatin Valley. And uh, one of the most amazing things I got to participate in uh, a couple weekends ago was this uh, worship music writing retreat that we did at Journey Church. And uh, it was put on by this, this ministry called Shepherd's Heart. And uh, they're, they're wanting to bring all the worship leaders and, and music di- you know, directors and even pastors like myself and just bring people together to write worship music together for the Big C Church in Gallatin County, Gallatin Valley. Um, and so bringing all these people together to write songs for this valley, wanting to write songs specifically for God's people in this place. And uh, I just kept you know, kept thinking about that, that, uh, that word, unity, unity. And I kept thinking, okay, what, what would, could unity look like in the 21st century world today? Um, and what is God's heart for unity within the church in the 21st century, you know, seeing that there's, you know, this church on the street, you know, First Baptist there and First Baptist there and First Methodist and United Methodist and um, the, you know, the table and, um, you know, Spring Hill and Connect Church and C3 and Journey and um, I, I just have all these churches all around, you know, indiv- you know individual small C churches, local local churches. And let's get just asking myself the question, what would it look like for God's heart? You know, what is God's heart for us in the Gallatin Valley for unity to being unified in Christ? You know, because the, the, the New Testament speaks to unity, but even in the context of what they're ta- of what Paul and, and these guys are talking about, oftentimes it, it feels like, you know, because you know, there it was like these different home churches and they gathered together and, you know, there was, but there was definitely this, you could definitely tell that there was a disunity even amongst even the smaller groups, you know, the home gatherings or the smaller church, you know, corporate gatherings um and i kept thinking about that word unity being unified even the word you know uh communion you know common unity you know community uh this common union uh which is communion like having this common union with one another and with christ um so it's just kept asking myself like what does this concept of unity look like and so i wanted to take a look in scripture here uh this is ephesians 4 it says, therefore, I, I, the prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There's one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope at your calling, 
one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. And it goes on to say you know, how he, he gave a you know gave the church you know the the different minister you know senior ministries, like you know apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, equipping the saints for the work of ministry. Um, but it's amazing, like um, even going you know going going on further down, um, just this you know this this adjuring them to come together you know being unified in the bonds of peace growing in maturity the stature of christ um not being you know brought into human cunningness you know all these different different things um and just it showed me that there is um there's an element of of unity in the church that is able to be had overall like big c church uh, but also, I mean, amongst like the, the small C churches, there's a way that we can be unified. Um, and, and so, I went, and there's also a scripture passage. Oh, wait, where'd it go? Um, there's, there's an element. I'm trying to find where, where it's at. Cause I was, I was just reading it. I was just thinking about it. Um, that it was interesting. I guess I'll, I'll get there in a second if I can find it. Anyway, but so then jump over to Colossians and Colossians three. Uh, you have uh, have that says this. Therefore, as God's chosen ones, uh, holy and dearly beloved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. In any, if anyone has has a grievance against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. Above all, above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity, and let the peace of Christ, to which you were called in one body, rule your hearts, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell with dwell richly among you, with all wisdom and teaching, admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And so, it just this element that that unity has this element where we come together and we admonish and we address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in our hearts to the Lord. And whenever it talks, you know, appeals to the church to, to be unified, it uses, it utilizes that element of music, singing songs, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in our hearts to God. And this music unifies the church. And it's amazing that this, this music writing conference, this music writing retreat brought people, the, all the people who were leading the psalms and hymns and spiritual songs uh, in the Gallatin Valley together to write songs for the church so that we in our local churches will be unified, but also so that we as the church in Gallatin Valley, Gallatin County, would be unified together in the bonds of peace with one another. Now, and uh, we're trying to figure out this last night on, on a phone call. And, uh, you know, how can we, you know, bring unity? Like, what was the, what was the purpose of, of this, you know, worship writing retreat that we did? And the purpose of it was unity. We wanted to bring the churches together. We wanted to write songs for the Bride of, of Bozeman. They call it, you know, Bride of Bozeman. Um, and so I, I you know, kind of I shortened it to Bob, you know, the Bobbin, the, the <laughs> Jesus is Bob, you know, the, the Bride of Bozeman. Um, and, uh, and just thinking about the purpose of this retreat was unity, bringing the churches together, bringing the, its leaders together, bringing its worship leaders together to write songs but more than just to write songs, to bring unity to the church, unity to the church in, in this area in Galton Valley, through worship, through singing songs together, through singing the same songs together, 
And we kept, kept, you know, coming back to this idea of how do we get the church in, in this area, in Gallatin Valley, to be unified? And, you know, how do we bring them together? How do we do, do we do like a big worship night um, at the at the Brick Breed Inn or the Field House or, you know, at Journey Church or somewhere that can house a lot of people? And there's that idea. Like, we, we do want to do that. We want to do this, this, night of, this night of worship and bringing everyone together. But even thinking... Even before we do that, this this word kept coming to my mind. This this phrase just kept coming to my mind last night. This um, this um, oh gosh, if I can remember it, <laughs> um, this uh, decentralized empowerment. This unifying decentralized empowerment. And so instead of you know at least for now, like instead of it trying to like just big bring one big event together, like bringing the songs that all of us are singing together and are in each individual churches and having in mind, okay, there, there's other brothers and sisters of, in Christ that are out there in this, in this city. And we are all singing the same songs together. We're, we're, we're all being built up. We're all being admonishing and addressing one another in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with Thanksgiving our heart to the Lord as we're singing these same songs in unity on a Sunday morning or Sunday night. Um, on a typical Sunday, just singing these, these same songs, being unified in our heart that we want God to move, that we want God to, to speak in our churches. And and then let that, the seed be sown into our hearts that, hey, we have brothers and sisters in Christ that are singing these exact songs. Not just, you know, like everyone's singing the, the latest Hillsong songs, but like songs that were written over this valley for you, for me, that are supposed to address and admonish one another in our faith and building each other up in the bonds of love by these songs that these were anointed prophetic songs that were written and are being sung over this valley for you by you and to you um and then let the bonds of unity be be built and grown and cultivated and and then eventually maybe in, in like six months or so or, or a year like getting the big c church together to worship together, singing these songs that we've been all singing in our churches, bringing us all together to um, to sing together, to worship together, to see the bride of Bozeman, Belgrade, Manhattan, Three Forks, Four Corners, Livingston, seeing the Bob, <laughs> seeing the bride of Christ in the Gallatin Valley, um, and 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 just to see what God wants to do, and to ha- and to see and, and to pray. So I, I would call you to, to start praying. Pray for what God wants to do in your life, in the life of, of his church um, here in the Gallatin Valley. Because I, I believe that there's there are rumblings there. Is God is moving. God is doing some amazing things. As they say in Narnia, Aslan is on the move. You know, Jesus Christ, the Lion of Judah, the, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the, the Lamb who was slain, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world is on the move here in this valley. And so... This is, he is, he's starting to move. And so this is asking, this is us asking God to let us grab a hold of the reins and hang on for dear life as he starts to move and move powerfully, um, as he brings the church together in unity. And so as we, you know, the way that, the only way that we will see this unity happen and be cultivated in the Big C Church in this Gallatin Valley is to see more and more unity happening in our local churches. So here at Shift Church, that's what we're, where we're going for is, and that's what we desire and that's what we pursue is, is being unified in the bonds of peace. You know, all these different things, you know, these different chapters in scripture, Ephesians and Colossians, you know, both have this element um, where they're adjuring us to 
um, you know, to character, to, to grow in our character. What is it in Ephesians 4? Um, you know, uh, with all humility and gentleness and patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the bond of peace. Peace. Colossians, you know, chapter 3, you know, prefaces it the same way. You know, he says, you know, just the same way, you know, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if any has a grievance against against one another. So it's this element of unity takes uh, takes tolerance. You know, it takes bearing with one another. It takes enduring and having mercy and having grace and 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 pursuing, you know, seek grace and pursue it. You know, seek peace and pursue it. Mercy grace peace these are things that are active actively pursued and actively cultivated they're not just things that like we you know just kind of happen to happen they're things that are an intention of the heart and the mind pursuing each other in the church so that we can be unified with one another we have to pursue one another in the church so in your act groups in your small groups joining an act group joining a small group um joining in, in a place to where you are have this relational opportunity to know others and to be known, um, that is the most important thing. And then when you have these these this really these relational opportunities, use that relational space to create more opportunities. Go for a walk. Go out to eat. Go do this. Invite people over to your homes. Like create these relational spaces in your life for one another so that you can bear with one another forgive one another love one another serve one another to actively pursue and and live out and manifest the one another passages of scripture in your everyday lives um and so this is how we cultivate unity is by simply even getting together because we can't be unified if we're apart we cannot be unified in the church if we don't get together uh, not just on a Sunday morning. That's not even being unified because, you know, we got a bunch of people sitting in the chairs looking one direction. And then a lot of, you know, a lot of times we just kind of peace out. I know some of us like hang out, hang out after service and stuff, but it's this continually pursuing opportunities and occasions where we can one another, one another. So uh, that is how we cultivate the bonds of peace. And then taking that to the macro level to the church in Gallatin Valley. This is how we cultivate unity in the bonds of peace in the Gallatin Valley is by creating these relational opportunities, these worship opportunities, these opportunities for us to get together and one another, one another in a in a macro large scale um, capacity. And even just being able to get the whole, like as many pe- people, as many brothers and sisters in Jesus as possible together, just seeing we are not alone. We are together. We are unified and we are here worshiping the same God, the same Jesus, the same King of Kings and the same Lord of Lords together. And so we'll start to see that more and more as God blesses. And so I'm just super excited about what God is doing um, in the life of the church in in uh, Gallatin Valley and in the life of Shift Church here. So again, if you guys want, would like to talk, shoot me a, a you know, direct message or, uh, or an email. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.